Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. It's the uh, 26th of April, 2018. Wow. Uh, April 26th, 2018. Um, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media, Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing. Um, Dave, I need a few minutes at the beginning of this show. Um, as, as you know, and as many you know listeners who... Uh, follow me on Facebook would know I live in Toronto and uh, more to the point, I live in Willowdale uh, at Young and Finch a block away from where Monday's attack started. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, you, you remember how um, people were freaked out that, angry online communities formed to uh, were, were, were being sort of weaponized during the, 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 the American election campaign. Yep. That's what happened in Toronto the other day, although it's kind of on an individual level. This was an act of terrorism, but though it's not the kind of terrorism that we might be used to um, or we might think of when we, when we think of terrorism. This wasn't a non-state actor with a real political or ideological goal. It was a frustrated young man who um, was part of a men's grievance internet group um, in the in the 4chan universe um, around being um, an incel, an involuntarily sexual being. I guess uh, for whatever reason, he was unable to find... Um, a sexual partner in life and for whatever reason instead of looking at himself chose to blame women in general for the state of his uh his his frustration and um wrote a post on on facebook just before the attack happened saying that the incel revolution was beginning and he was an instrument and quoted the the other um a other uh, mass murderer whose name I'm not going to mention. Um, it's an incident that happened in 2014 in California um, of the same variety and then went off and, and, and committed this act in my neighborhood. It's worrisome that these groups exist, that these, this, that, 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 the anonymity of this system that people like you and me and some, um, you, Dave, we've been around since the beginning of this thing. And we helped build this environment, and part of that environment has become so poisoned is just so saddening to me. Yeah, I mean, it was an inevitable. I think it's heck, half of it sort of started in uh, in these realms, and I, I mean, half of not half of the, the birth of the internet. Obviously, this was not its function in its in its you know first iterations. Um, but it was one you know the the the, the dark net and the you know. The, Issues with chats and, and forums and stuff that that was happening pretty much right out of the gate. I remember in like 1990, probably five or six watching news stories about sort of earlier forms of these kinds of problems, um, you know, and, and already at that point, things like hate speech and the anonymity of things was coming to the forefront even back then. And yet we're seeing a, an acceleration of it now. Um, you know, and, and I don't know what the, the actual root is, you know, obviously there's, there's no solution we can, we can sort of, I mean, but globally there is, but nothing you or I, um, you know, oh, can I'm really so do sure, without actually. isolating the problem. I'm not so sure. I disagree with that on, 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 on a fundamental level, Dave. I think how we treat other people, it, um, has a lot to do with how they see themselves and value themselves in society. And I'm in no way 
trying to humanize the, the 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 person who made the decision to kill nine of my neighbors and injure 16 others. I got nothing to say about that person. Nothing good to say about him, but uh, he is an emotional being who came to a point and made a decision. And mm-hmm. um, I think the internet has made us accelerate and move so quickly and become so terribly callous. We don't listen to each other anymore. We don't take the time to uh, try to figure out the other person's point of view. Now, you and I, you and I have been friends for, for, for over a decade. We've done a show together um, for, for, for a decade. We have a, a, a very intimate relationship in this radio sphere. We got to trust each other a lot, right? And we don't agree on everything. We certainly no. don't agree on everything politically, but there's a great deal of respect there, right? Indeed. Um, now, is that because we met each other? Because primarily our relationships over the I see, I have, my mind is blown by the level of uh, hate that happened in my community, and I can't figure out why. No, and, and the thing is, I mean, you, you bring up a good point, because that is always one of the considerations. Is it because we met? But then I look at, and one of our, our regular listeners, um, you know, I, I think of Jeremy Knopf, right? And, yeah, and yeah. I have now met him, but even before then, we managed to, I mean, he and I are diametrically <laughs> opposed on a large number of issues. Right now, we're having an argument on health care on Facebook, right? But Oh, for God's sake, I know um, you are. Of course you but, are. <laughs> but, but through that, uh, you know, and then we'll debate anything from health care. We'll debate it all. Um and there's always a level of respect maintained. Even before I'd met him, there was always a level of, yeah, I, I absolutely disagree with you. And yes, he absolutely disagrees with me. And we're never going to change the other person's mind. It's more for sport. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, you know, it, it never gets to name calling. It never gets to anything aggressive. It always just gets to, we're both kind of enjoying the debate. Both of us will kind of learn something. And you know what? If, if nothing else, I'll learn how to argue against the next guy better. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? Perhaps it's an affinity thing because um, I, was, I was actually – Jeremy interviewed me for his uh, digital marketing podcast, episode fourteen. Fantastic! Um, you, you, you ever been you ever been interviewed by Jeremy? I I have, and he's a really good interviewer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a, it was a, it was weird being on that side of the desk, guy. Eh? <laughs> That's exactly what I thought. I'm like, oh, I'm being asked questions. Normally, I get to ask them. Um, yeah. You know, and, and it, it is weird, especially because you and I have done a podcast for so, so long. It's like, oh, that's a different voice. Um, <laughs> but there we go. Anyway, I got one, one more thing to say on, on what happened in Willowdale and in, in, in Toronto. And it is that men, you know, fellows who are listening to this show, um, don't teach other men to be toxic. Question yeah. where you're coming from and, you know, call Call your brothers on their stuff. Ain't no change going to happen unless we make it change, unless we make it happen. That's the bottom line. Like, we're responsible for all of our brothers and sisters because we're we're responsible for how we act. And we give cues to other people. Don't teach (laughs) others to be toxic. Oi. Okay. I needed to get that out, and I thank you for that. Thanks for uh, for letting me do that. We got a great show. We do. We have a fantastic show. Actually, this is a $40 million kind of show. We have um, uh, 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 Eugene Levin. Um, he's a CTO, Chief Technical Officer at, uh, at SEM Rush. Yeah. Um, he's coming on after our, after our first break, so he'll be on in about, um, oh, I don't know, five to ten minutes. And we're going to race through a whole bunch of news now, right? <laughs> yes, we are. All right, let's hit the ground running. Where do you want to start? Bill's most excellent page rank paper. <laughs> That's the one I have on the tab in front of me. <laughs> um, it's probably my favorite story from the week, so I totally well, get you. Go for it, man. Um, oh, just for, for you know anybody who cares about SEO, let's call that our um, listening audience. If you don't, I'm not sure what you're doing here. I, I hope you're finding our, our banter uh, entertaining. But for those of you who are SEOs, um, head over to SEO by the Sea. Uh, if you don't know Bill Slosky, um, he runs SEO by the Sea, the number one post. It's just, it's, it's, the site is, is a blog, effectively, if you go to SEObytheSea.com. Um, 
And the the first article as of as of right now, uh, posted on the twenty fourth, is page rank updated. For those who don't know Bill Slosky, get to know him. Bookmark this blog. It's I've actually got it in my news feeds. Like I've got his feed coming through my feed readers. Um, and this post uh, specifically is an analysis of a patent that was updated, um, and it's on the blending of sorts of trust signals with page rank. So we're going back to the initial sort of page rank um, algorithms, i.e. that thing that basically built um, Google to, to yeah. be what it is. Um, and, and it's the idea of bringing in sort of seed sets. And then it's a lot like, and he talks about this in the, the patent and he's, he's hundred percent right. Of course, who's surprised, um, about, it reminds me of the Yahoo patents reminds him of them too. And, and it is, yeah, the old um, it, thing. exactly creating a seed set. I know I trust these sites. I'm going to give them a rating out of whatever, 10, whatever. Um, doesn't matter what the number is. Um, and then that's my seed set. And then they filter this trust down from there through, through links, very similar to page rank, but hand selected based on, on sites you specifically are going to trust Stanford or something. I picked that one because you know, it's Google. So they would pick Stanford. Um, and it, it's a really, really great patent. He does a great job, as always, of his analysis. I couldn't do it justice, and we have a lot of news. But for anybody listening, go over to seobythesea.com, uh, bookmark it, and read the article. It's, it's worth every minute. Yeah, there's a, there's a bunch of questions I think each of us want to ask about um, what Google might be doing. And I think there's a bunch of questions each of us want to ask Bill Slosky. And I'm hoping <laughs> that we're going to be able to do that for you sometime next week. We'll see. Uh, that's a de- that's a developing thing, but I know I want to talk to Bill about this, eh? Indeed, it's going to be. Yeah, it, it, this is one of the most interesting analysis he's done recently, and it's led to a lot of really great discussion in the industry. And I, I'm seeing a lot of you know search engine Lance, search engine rate, like a lot of discussion about how valid is this, what does it mean, um, you know, is it still relevant for SEO? All of these great questions. You're right. I, we we got to nail Bill down. Um, and get him on the show to to sort of answer them. He'd be the first to say, just because it's a patent doesn't mean Google's doing it. But there's some patents where he's like, yeah, but that just makes absolutely, that makes absolute sense. It it is being used. Let's talk to Bill about how he thinks it is, because he's read more patents than probably anybody I know. Well, you know, be excellent to everybody, Bill. Come on the show. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, if you're running a Drupal site, and you haven't done an update recently, do it right now. Like, like you know what? Stop listening. Turn off. Well, actually, no. Just open a new window. Keep listening because it, it's facing <laughs> It's boring. Um, but update uh, Drupal. There's a core vulnerability in, uh, in uh, anything but an update you run, like, right the hell now. And um, you're uh, going to be mud if you don't do it. So get it done. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out of you say, it. Right. What more do you can say? Just get it done. Um, what else do we got? There is a massive up, a massive Google update. Apparently, um, it's been rolling for a couple of days now. Yeah, rolling, rolling, rolling. Um, I know every day I'm getting alerts from all sorts of systems. Like things are changing, and it's interesting. It seems to be going sort of sector by sector. Some days it'll be you know using SEM rush tools or whatever. Um, you know, where it'll be across all sectors and then, you know, heavily anyway, across all sectors. And then the next day, all of a sudden they'll be like, well, travel's completely avoided, right? Like it'll still be heavy, but travel's coming in at a seven out of 10 and, you know, another sector's coming in at 9.8 or something. So I, I'm not really sure how it's playing out, but I'm definitely seeing some, some move and have been for a while seeing some movement. And it's not typical of most Google updates to go this long and to be this level of at this level of volatility to, to some of the search results, it's it's really interesting. I'm not seeing massive swings, but I'm seeing a lot of swings. Right, so I'm not seeing. Sorry, you know, you know what would cause something like that to take so long and to hit things sectorally and to happen in this weird kind of pattern that seems to be unfolding? Why don't you tell us, Jim? I don't know, a massive page rank update, maybe? <laughs> I mean, seriously, think about that. If Google has to reevaluate everything and it's looking at stuff in clusters of trusted links, there's two clues right there. <laughs> it's a penguin. Um, <laughs> no, no, no this, is, this is moving a hell of a lot faster than a penguin does. It, it is. Uh, you know what? That's actually really, really great insight, and I'm going to have to look into that now and go oh, okay now let's look and then relook at who's been hit and, and affected positively and negatively and 
you know, a lot of clients that I, I, I monitor on regular and we all do monitor a lot of clients and their rankings are seeing some up, some down. Like I've got clients where their overall organic traffic is perfectly flat, but they've got a bunch of things up and down, um, you know, which is obviously sort of curious. I mean, I don't mind you know, Okay. Their traffic wasn't impacted. That's obviously great. Uh, well, at least if it w- the alternative was negative, but it's interesting to see sort of what's up and what's down. You've given me something to, to now look at. That's, that's actually a, a really some credit where it's due folks pay attention to Jim. Cause he knows what he's talking about. That's some great insight right there. Thanks. Well, wow. I was going to introduce our guest, but I'm just going to bask in this for a couple of seconds. Cool. Um, okay, we got we got to go to a commercial. We're actually we're we're running we're running shy on time, and we're seriously burning it. But stick around. You're gonna you're gonna want to hear the next segment. Um, Eugene Leven. Um, he is the chief strategy corporate development officer at SEM Rush, that company that just sort of got like uh, forty million dollars in. Uh, in funding, they're ranked 332 at CrunchBank um, or CrunchBase, and we got Eugene coming up um, after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology will be back after this short break. AM Days 2018 comes to Las Vegas, May 16th and 17th. Register now at amdays.com. Make the most of your performance marketing with help from some of the most iconic brands, including Microsoft, Capital One, Uber, Backcountry, and many more. AM Days 2018 brings together a powerhouse of industry leaders and dealmakers to network and share insights on the latest practices and cutting-edge updates in performance marketing and more. Make plans to be in Las Vegas for our landmark 10th event. AM Days 2018, Las Vegas, May The Web Marketing Association is now accepting entries for the 2018 International Web Award Competition. Web Marketing Award winners receive an image plaque, certificate of achievement, higher visibility for your company, valuable feedback from our expert judges, and links to your site from the highly ranked Web Award site. Visit www.webaward.org to nominate your company, site, or organization. Deadline for entries is May 31st, 2018. Go to www.webaward.org and sign up today. All of your favorite webmasterradio.fm programs on air and on demand 24-7. Find our shows on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and anywhere you download your podcasts. Add some podcasts to your playlist as part of a better profit margin. More refreshing talk radio on air and on demand 24-7. Only on webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. WebmasterRadio.fm, the destination for education and entertainment. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome back to Web Culture here at webmasterradio.fm. It's the uh, 26th of April, 2018. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media and Dave Davies from BSOG Internet Marketing. And, okay, everybody, I want you to take your little pinkies, okay? Put them up by your mouth, <laughs> smile at your monitor and say $40 million. <laughs> you know, it sounded a lot funnier in my head. Okay, $40 million, SEM Rush one of the uh, best-known and loved analytics uh, pro- tool providers in the industry just begged themselves $40 million in funding for, um, well, for something. We don't know what exactly, but we're hoping to find out because we have on the line right now SEM Rust Chief Strategy and Corporate Development Officer Eugene Levin. Uh, Eugene's joining us from St. Petersburg, Russia. Eugene, welcome to Webcology. Jim, Dave, great, great to to be on this show. Gotta ask straight up, um, how are you feeling today, man? <laughs> uh, exhausted. A lot of <laughs> a lot of conversations about this this funding, a lot of PR activities, and um, yeah, that's you know th- th- this is one of those those situations where overnight success takes ten years to build. Uh, <laughs> Indeed. Get rich slow scheme, huh? <laughs> um, so yeah. when you're when you're um, envisioning 
the future. You know, you're, you're, you're trying to imagine where you want to take your company next. How do you arrive at a sum of $40 million? So I, I don't think that anyone, when, when people start this process, they, they have exact number in mind. It usually um, some combination between how much money you need and what's demand. In our case, demand was well, there was more demand than we actually needed. We are yeah. a bootstrapped company, profitable. So, um, so we actually, if we wanted to raise more, we could raise more easily. But we 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 probably decided that this is this is enough at this point. We just we just need to take this money and think what we what amazing things we can do with it. Well. You've already, SEM Rush is already a globally known brand. You've made a massive impact in the search marketing community. You're, you're used by um, me. By, by <laughs> easily half or more of the industry. I, I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't have exact numbers, obviously, but you're used by a hell of a lot of people in the industry. What, what will you use? What, how do you need to expand? What, what can you do that's bigger? So it's, it's interesting because it, it seems like when you when you come to um, to some uh, SEO conferences, people already already usually know SEM Rush, but uh, there are many many other businesses who are not really participating that much in the community, who who just don't know any SEO or SEM tools at all, and, and they want to do marketing, they need to go online and start start performing better but they you know this is first time they're doing this and, and we see a lot of a lot of customers for whom we are still first ever tool that they use for uh, digital marketing and um, I think that that community itself grows just just a tremendous rate uh, and and that's that's probably our you know the way we think about our future, because if you, if you think about it, search is probably the most important source of external traffic, and um, and every company that exists um, need to do something to perform better in search. And um, you know today, if we think about how big is a community. We are probably talking about hundreds of thousands of people who actively participate in mm -hmm. SEO community. But if you think about how many businesses are out there, we are talking about millions. So, uh, okay. So, so the growth strategy can can be can be aptly phrased as first the SEO community, tomorrow the world. Definitely, and uh, <laughs> if if you, if you to be honest, if you if you look at at our at our markets. Um, huge growth happens in emerging markets these days. In markets that that had maybe even very low internet penetration five years ago, today mm. they're growing like crazy. I'm t I'm talking about markets like India, uh, Brazil, Southeast Asia. We have three x growth year over year in those regions. So um, that's definitely part of the of the future for digital marketing tools it will take time there to build um large markets in absolute numbers mm -hmm. but eventually they will be there is is the same thing like you know we started in us and um for a long period of time us was really dominant source of revenue for us and then we started doing more things in Europe, when we when we realized there is more demand in Europe, and now Europe is um, let's say almost half of our revenue. So, so um, the point is those those are the markets will will uh, will grow eventually. Now, obviously, that that fact alone, or or this this research and analysis you're talking about here now or, or just statistics um is obviously interesting to us as marketers probably to all the listeners going oh okay this is the the rapid nature of of growth in in various markets 
But what does what are you learning over at SEM Rush then about? Well, I guess maybe you're not learning anything. I guess the question I should be asking is: Are there differences in the way different regions are using a tool like SEM Rush for success? Are are the metrics people are looking at or the approaches people are taking fundamentally different um, in say Brazil versus the states versus the the UK? Or do you could you basically just build something to, to look and act to the same across the board and, and have it function adequately for everybody? Yeah, that's, that's a great question. And, and um, the short answer is yes, with, we see different patterns in different markets. And um, the common thing that we discover is that usually very competitive markets uh, like United States will require a lot of attention from marketers they will use tools very, very extensively. They will go into very advanced features. Um, they will work very, very hard on their keyword keyword research um, and link building. But but in, in developing markets, competition is not that tough. So tactics are also less advanced. So, so things that, that probably start working in United States years ago can still provide great results in, in developing markets. And, and as a result, yeah, and, and as a result, people, people use uh, software less extensively. But on the other hand, there are many opportunities to educate them and let them grow with, with your product. Well, so that's great because that would really give it, and I guess a note for, for people from these developing areas is well, you can get a, sort of ahead of the game. Like I, I, I think of myself and go, gee, wouldn't it be great if I could take what I know now and the strategies I use now and the tools I use now, wouldn't I love to go back to five years ago, me, <laughs> and then give him all that information and tool sets? It'd be great. So I, I suppose in, in a lot of ways, uh, the, the developing economies from, from internet marketing at any rate uh, have a, a unique opportunity to sort of take advantage of that from what you're saying. They could sort of, by if they become educated in, in using these tools, if they understand the strategies that are being required in markets like the U.S., they kind of get ahead of everybody who's still five years, you know, using strategies from a few years back. It's it's not just about other people using strategies, but but it's also about level of competition. Uh, in some places, nobody just competes with you for certain for certain uh, areas of content. You you can be, you know, quite unique in what you are doing in in certain countries, despite those niches being taken in in some other places. So I think that's that's amazing opportunity, and and I know people who. Who, who are doing this, who, who go specifically to some, you know, African, Southeast Asian countries. Uh, economists are still not really there. You probably cannot make too much money, but you can create a fundamentals, you know, this, this net, you know, traffic profile and, and build some early community, build a brand and leverage it later one, one economist catch up. Well, that absolutely makes sense. Um, Dave and I were both around near the the, the beginning of the, the dawn of the commercial internet in North America. Um, this is like back in the, the, the late 90s, or early 2Ks. And it was really easy to be a big fish uh, or a, a big fish in a small pond because the, sm the pond was relatively small then. Um, in the last 20 years, it's expanded exponentially, obviously. But I imagine it's the same thing going into uh, into some of the the developing economies, um, the central, Amer the South and Central American economies, the African economies, India, and knowing that the boom is just about to happen. From uh, from your position, sitting on top of all this data that's coming in, can you can you see different um, the effect of different like economic policies or different different countries um, economic realities happening like in in, in traffic or in uh, in other measurable metrics? Can you see opportunities, I guess is what I'm asking. So um, I, I would say that if, if you think about policies that can support uh, growth of the 
of the ecosystem, then definitely we are talking about things like uh, cheap, affordable internet connection in some of those markets, uh, preferably mobile internet connection because building, you know, landline infrastructure just just not the cheapest option. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is first, and and I think that if you want to have really good internet economy, you, you need to invest a lot into infrastructure and, and just communication networks. Uh, the second thing um, that, that I believe is, is extremely impo- important is um, online payment infrastructure. Without this, you don't have online economy. If people cannot yeah, pay money with a click, just just doesn't doesn't work. And then, and, and then lastly, um, there is advertising piece, uh, but but yet again, if uh, advertising starts working only when there is a proven value in your traffic, and, and it's it's way easier to prove this value when you have tons of traffic through those those uh, internet networks and payment system infrastructure that can support online transactions. And it's time. It takes time to build the second piece. In the beginning, people don't, you know, especially people who grew up in in only cash countries. Um, it takes time for them to psychologically start trusting some unknown people in the net with in the internet with their money. Mm-hmm. Eventually, when you have this this second piece, you can start um, having more interested advertisers and. Um, and you know, and online advertising is a is a fundamental thing that supports a lot of content marketing plays and media. And without it, it's very hard to to start producing really high quality content. So I think those are three fundamental pieces for creating great uh, internet uh, infrastructure and internet yeah. economy. As um, as SEM Rush grows, what are you what are you most interested in seeing? What what metrics are going to be important to you when looking at SEM SEM Rush's growth? So, so just to clarify, are you asking about met- like business metrics, or are you asking about SEO SEM metrics that we believe would be important in future? Uh, no, no, no. To SEM Rush, like you, you just got forty million dollars uh, of funding capital. What's your growth trajectory? What what metrics do you, will you say? Yeah, we're 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 reaching our goals. We're succeeding here, here, and here. From a business standpoint. Yeah, I understood. So, um, so we we uh, company that uh, values growth above other things. Uh, we 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 are not going to burn tons of money. But growth is, is is the most important thing for us, and um, and if you think about growth trajectory, then we are one of the very rare companies that managed to grow at the same rate for almost ten years, and and the rate is like we are almost doubling our revenue year over year each year for for almost ten years, mm-hmm. so we. We never really had those years when we would grow five times. It just, just never, you know, just something we've never seen. We, we are growing like very steadily at the at almost the same growth rate for for many years in a row, and, and we plan to continue doing this. Um, I, I don't know if you can hear the the, the excitement in my voice or in Dave's voice. Um. <laughs> I do, seeing, I do, I, I definitely. Well, <laughs> seeing a company like uh, like SEM Rush, I think it's uh, we all we all feel an affinity for each other, eggs. We all are all coming up in the industry around the same time, and seeing you guys becoming really successful. I mean, you already were successful. You're a successful, well known, like branded entity. But seeing this, um, the opportunity for 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 more growth, it's good for the entire sector. Now, earlier I, I phrased a question kind of poorly. Um, but I, I wouldn't mind getting back to to what you thought I was asking. You are again. I asked earlier. You're sitting on top of all sorts of data. Like yeah, you you, you guys are, are are just like a vacuum of 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 of, of um, website metrics. What do you see as important metrics moving into the future for for SEO and for webmasters? 
That's that's great question. And um, what we see today is that SEO is starting to be way way more than something you would call SEO year a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And and today to be successful in SEO, you need to be really. Um, you, you need to look beyond SEO. You need to, to look beyond link building. You need to, to look beyond keyword research. Those things are essential. This is, this, is, this is essential stuff that you definitely need to do. But, but when competition really intensifies, you need to start thinking, what differentiate me from those guys? Because everyone is doing keyword research. Everyone is trying to, to get best links. Um, so the real question is what differentiates me? And what we are starting to see is that uh, things like brand power starting to be extremely important for ranking. This is something you would not expect in the past. And when I say, say brand power, mm-hmm. uh, there is no you know um, textbook definition of what it is, but we are monitoring things like brand mansions, uh, direct traffic, and we see that those things starting to show impact on your rankings. And and sometimes you don't have to be a Coca-Cola um, or any other huge brand. You can have your your you know strong brand in specific niches, and and it will really help you to rank well in those niches. Um, and then that's, that's how I see, um, you know, what, what, what you think would be important. So if we try to summarize, um, backlink profile, keyword research still going to be very important, but then you think that, that will make difference in future would be probably about just power of your brand, um, and, and it, it can be measured in many different areas. We are still on, on a very interesting journey to figure out what exact metrics define uh, this, this brand power. But we definitely see that, that if we combine many different metrics that we would say are associated with, with brand, they have an impact. Okay, well, I, I do want to follow up on that in a few moments. Um, we... Uh, Eugene, if we can get you to stick around for a few minutes, we have to take a commercial break here on uh, on Webcology. Um, can, 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 Sounds can we good. I appreciate Everyone that. Everyone has okay. to make money. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do it somehow. They 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 whip us otherwise. Um, okay, so friends, you're listening to Webcology here on WebmasterRadio.fm. This is Jim Hedrick from Digital Always Media. Dave Davies from Based on Internet Marketing. It's the 26th of April, 2018. We have on the line. Um, okay. Eugene Levin. <laughs> we have <laughs> from SEM Rush. We have breaking news, and we're going to have to report in a few moments. But first, we got a, a commercial we're going to take back after these messages. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contests and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. What is us? Us is a foundation. Us is the future. Us is a bond. But right now, that bond is fraying. 
and we need a place that could make it whole. From diabetes prevention to safety around water. The Y fills the gaps. And bridges our divides. But they can't do it without us. Donate today. Because where there's a Y, there's an us. Read by members of the Y. The Y for a better us. Jamming and spamming. Cashing in the clicks. SEO is always in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. And now, spanning the globe to give you the most in-depth coverage of events that matter to you. WebmasterRadio.fm Okay, everyone, um, we're going to get back to the webcology in just a moment. we got some breaking news to uh, throw in uh, before getting back to the show. Comedian and actor Bill Cosby has been found guilty of drugging and raping a woman in 2004. He was um, facing retrial. Um for the drugging and raping of Andrea Konstad at his Pennsylvania home in 2004. Um, today, he was found guilty by a judge in New York State. Faces up to 30 years in prison if uh, given down the maximum sentence. The uh, story is unfolding right now. We I don't know when he's going to be uh, sentenced, but... Um, Again, Bill Cosby, guilty of drugging and raping uh, Andrea Constant in 2004 in Pennsylvania. Okay, we're going to get back to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. It's the 26th of April, 2018. This is Jim Hedger from Joey's Media. Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing. And Dave, I'm telling you, I started this week thinking it was going to be a nice, mellow, um, you know, just get work done kind of week, beginning of spring, that sort of thing. It just piles on, doesn't it? It does, but uh, the show must go on. The show, sh- and then the show shall go on. We have Eugene Levin. He's the um, Chief Strategy and Corporate Development Officer at SEM Rush, and SEM Rush which incidentally is numbered 332 out of 100,000 tracked companies on uh, TechCrunch's Crunch Base Index. Um, we got Eugene on the line. Um, Eugene, how long has SEM, SEM Rush been around for? So if you, if you think about, about early days and, and products like SEO Quick, that was our initial product, uh, we've been around for 10 years, already, almost 10 years. We are celebrating our birthday in August this year. So if you, if you think about early periods, that would be almost 10 years. Uh, however, uh, for the first four years, it was more like a hobby. Uh, and, and I think that only in 2012, we really started taking, taking this seriously and, uh, yeah, I, I guess I guess that leads to the question. In 2012, what made you really start taking it seriously? Uh, growth. Uh, so so we've seen that that people love our, our product. That they're not just just using it for free, but also paying us money, and um, and, and and that's what the point where we realized. Okay, this probably can be bigger thing than anything else we we have in mind right now. So that's. That the story. So earlier, just before we went to break, you were noting how um, you have to be, you have to have a brand, some form of brand recognition. Now you have to be known either be, being a big brand is very helpful, but if you're even known in your niche, you're probably going to do okay in search. So I, I, I put it to you: if um, SEM Rush were just starting the company today, do you think you'd still be able to see the same level of growth? Uh, definitely. Um, I mean, it it may sound um, sound funny, but while we are a search engine marketing company uh, in our DNA, uh, we had most of growth organically through uh, viral viral channels. So, oh, yeah. so even even today, majority of new users they just come from type in. So. Um, Oh, from direct so, they're, they're, they're typing the URL yes. into the into the, into the yes. address box. 
Yeah, they just type in scmrush.com and that's <laughs> that's how we get majority of new new users still. So I think we actually benefiting from from having strong viral brand. You know, we are good at search. Don't get me wrong. We we have we have tons of traffic from search. Um but but direct is still still uh, dominant channel. I can tell you, there's a lot of people leaning into the into their uh, computers right now, going, "How do I generate that kind of buzz?" So, so for us, yet again, I, I'm not not saying that this will work for everyone, but I believe this is what worked for us. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. From day from day one, we had a philosophy that we have to be product first company. Uh, what it means for us is that product have to be so amazing that even if you spend zero dollars on marketing, you still can grow. And, and this was, yet again, we, we did at, at the beginning, we did exactly this. We, we didn't do any kind of marketing. We had some very basic search engine optimization just because, you know, <laughs> we, 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 on the weekend anyway, it's fun. <laughs> we will have to do this. But okay. But but the basic idea was that we have to grow without any marketing. Product just have to be that amazing. And that's philosophy that, that we have today still. Ob- obviously, you know, when you reach certain points, uh, you start thinking, okay, how do I accelerate this growth? And that's that's when you start thinking more about different marketing channels. And today we do tons of different things in marketing, not just online. We do a lot of a lot of all, all offline meetups. We talk to people. We educate them. Um, tell them about opportunity of, of doing digital marketing. But yet again, if we go back into early days, it was just almost purely viral growth. Okay, I have one last question because I, I, I've been totally hogging in. I know Dave, Dave has a bunch of questions he wants to ask. Um, the web's changing really rapidly. Google is pushing change um, really rapidly. Where do you think um, webmasters should be looking to sense opportunities or to, to take advantage of where, where, the, um, where the web is going? Yeah, I mean, obvious answer would be to to look for those opportunities in SEMrush, <laughs> and I, I can talk about that. a few cool things that we've launched recently, like our new topic research tool. But that would be something you expect me to say. Um, so, I think that yet again, the the idea is that if if we talk about developed markets. Competition is going to be only tougher and tougher. So, if you're asking where should I look, um, uh, my 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 answer would be try to find your niche and be very very strong in that niche. I know companies that have has maybe maybe thirty articles on their website, but because uh, those those articles have have extremely high quality. And, and those articles are within specific niche. They get tons of traffic for it. So that's that's my suggestion. Try try to find things where you're extremely good. And yes, those things have to to have meaningful traffic. But I think right now it's getting to the point where it's better to be extremely strong in a niche than to be mediocre in a broad broad segment. Now, I'm going to assume, and one of the questions I've been, I've been dying to ask, and I'm glad I got a few minutes to, to get this in, because you'll probably need a few minutes to answer it. Um, you know, you, you obviously are, are in expansion mode. Some of that will be market expansion, but is there any, and I know you probably can't tell us specifics, you can just give us little hints, maybe, hopefully, fingers crossed. Are there any areas either in your tool set or coming up, you know, enhancements, brand new features to be added or, or areas you're specifically looking at in your current tool set that we can expect to see some changes and, and, and enhancements coming to in the, in the coming, say, weeks or months? So yeah, I mean, if we if we are thinking about changes that come in a weeks or more or month, uh, then definitely uh, a lot of things uh, right now going on in our content marketing toolkit. Um, 
things like uh, SEO writing assistant will we'll get number of new interesting features, topic research, we'll, we will continue to improve in this one. Um, we are we are planning to launch a couple interesting things that will help people to do local search optimization better. Uh, I, I can't tell all the details, but it's not too long till the release, so you'll you'll learn about it very soon. And another big area is um, is uh, our our new and improved uh, market intelligence product that that gives you. Um, traffic estimates, not just for search, but also to direct traffic of your competitors, can show you their bounce rates, uh, number of users that that visit their website, session duration, and other other extremely important metrics. So this this tool will will get massive uh, upgrade very soon. Um, those are probably areas for the, as you said, next couple months. Okay, that's, that's extremely exciting. And that, you know what, I'll, I'll be honest, like as, as a user, um, those are the areas that I was hoping to hear you uh, hear you list. I, I know we don't have time for another one, but I wanted to get that, make sure we got that, that question in. Uh, and, and we're gonna have to drag you on again because I do have more questions. I just know we're running out of time. We are running out of time. And Dave, I am so sorry. I, 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 I always hog interviews. I'm terrible. <laughs> but it's so interesting. Oh my god! Okay, Eugene, thank you so much, Eugene Levin. Um, man, thank you so much for uh, for joining us here in Webcology. We're about to get played out. Um, so, Chief Strategy and Corporate Development Officer at SEM Rush. Man, again, thank you for joining us, friends. Um, keep checking SEM Rush. It's the tools obviously going to be growing, changing, and developing as time goes forward. Everyone, thank you for joining us on Webcology today. You were listening on the 26th of April, 2018. On behalf of Dave Davies from BSOC Internet Marketing, this is Jim Hedge from Digital Always Media. Stick around, webmasterradio.fm. Great content coming up after the news. We'll be back next week. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.